This is Off The Ball Breakfast. Ireland's sports breakfast show. Yes, Australian Open shouldn't count. It's not a real major. You rank the four Grand Slams. Obviously uh-huh. it's Wimbledon. I'll go. Bye. Wimbledon, French Open, US Open, Australian Open. Right. Subscribe to the Off The Ball Breakfast podcast on the Off The Ball app now. Yeah, of course, you know, I thought we played really well. I thought we caused problems. I mean, defensively sound, like, really good. Um, looking back on it, you think we could have nicked something, but that's football, isn't it? They're a top-quality side, and you know how good they are, and... We know we have to go do the same performance away from home now. Yeah, but like, how much confidence can you take as well that you're so close to getting a result in that game? Yeah, exactly. You know, we've seen a few clips of what we've done previous, you know, and they, they keep showing us things, showing us how good we can be, how many problems we've caused them attacking-wise. And so I think the confidence is high. I think we know what we can do. I think we know we can cause problems. We just have to be at our best. Uh, just in terms of Evan Ferguson coming in off the back of that hat-trick for the weekend, uh, how much relief does that give to the group when you have someone coming into the camp in such a form? Uh, I th- I'd, it's probably different for each player. I know how good he is. We all know how good he is, so it's no surprise. So it doesn't change much, but it's it's good seeing someone like that. You know, it's good seeing an Irish person up there scoring a hat trick. It's lovely to see. So wasn't for him, but he, let's hope he can do it for us on the, against France. Kevin. Uh, Nathan Hernings. Yeah, uh, can you maybe talk to us a little bit about the mental challenge of playing against forwards of the quality that France have, even from just a you know, concentration point of view, you must be kind of exhausting. Yeah, it's probably the hardest part in the game. More, it's probably mentally more uh, harder than physical was. You know, I think you know what you're against you know how good they can be and if you switch off for a split second they're going to they're gonna uh, hurt you but um, it's what I've said before it's what you want to do as a footballer you want to play against the best you want to try test yourself against the best and this is the stage to do it on so I'm relishing uh, the challenge so I'm looking forward to it and then it probably helps massively that you're playing Premier League level just to kind of to get used to that standard of opposition that level of concentration yeah I've been playing Premier League now the last two seasons actually <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. so I'm looking forward to the game anyway. and then just lastly I mean as a team you did a good job of shuffling in, in back yeah, of course. You know, I think we've seen, as I said, we've seen clips, we've seen loads before. Of, uh, we know what we've done. We know defensively how good we've been. So we just need to do the same thing again and be at our best. Nathan, how's it going? Um, just to ask you first about that France game, and we've seen again Ireland getting done by a long-range goal. How is that, or how do you plan to stop something like that happen again? I think if we look back at the goal, there's loads of little things you can you can look at and stop before it. Um, I think. Looking back at it now, it's a great finish, you know, at the same time. Sometimes you have to hold your hand up and say good finish, but we've looked back at it, we've seen little things before the goal, even like the, from the start of the start of the movement. So there's loads of things we can stop before it and on the goal, it's a great finish at the end of the day, but we know we can do better before it. There seems to be, unfortunately, a bit of a, a, I suppose, people maybe turning against what's going on with the manager at the moment and not happy with the results. How do you think you can change people's minds over these two games? Because they're two very difficult games, France and the Netherlands. Yeah, of course, we know how tough they are, but I've said uh, the manager gives me so much confidence, the staff give me so much confidence, so I'm going into the game full of confidence, full of ready to go for them, you know, ready to go off the war for them and putting the best performance we can. And, Listen, if we play any way that we did from home, you know, they're going to have to be really good as well on the day to beat us, so it's going to be a good game. Paris is a place I think a lot of Irish fans will remember well because of Ireland going there, putting in a good performance against the odds. How do you think you could go about beating this France team? I think I've said before we caused so many problems last time you know and defensively really good and I think if we're defensively really good again I think I honestly feel like we have the quality in the squad to go hurt them and get something out of this game It's probably just about keeping the first 30 minutes trying to keep your, your clean sheet intact because you, you took a while maybe to grow into the game but then you did Yeah or maybe first 30 minutes we get a goal or something you know put them on the back foot you know what I mean Gavin Cummins can you please? 
just take it back to Evans Hattrick because it's so rare for a high striker going forward that done it. Um, how difficult is it to score a Hattrick in the Premier League from the centre back's perspective? Um, yeah, it's, well, for me, conceding a hat is not nice, so there's that. Uh, of course, it's, it's it's really hard. He has to take his chance, he's took his chances. Um, to, and it's rare you get more than three chances in a game as a strike, especially in the Premier League, so to take his three chances is done unbelievable there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of the hardest things to do in football, easily, 100%, especially in the Premier League, one of the best leagues in the world, so all credit to him, he deserves it. I think you got to the point where nothing surprises you from now, did that catch your eye? Um, not really. I wasn't. It's fair. Looking at, it, I wasn't surprised. I seen the first. I was like, I could go score a few more here now. I was watching a bit. You know, they were causing a lot of problems, and we know how good Brighton are. You know, and you know you'll get chances at the end of the game. So um, I'm buzzing for him, of course. You know, he deserves it, and let's hope he continues. Samuel and Nathan, just even looking compared to the last window, um, Dara's got moved to the Premier League. Andrew just last week. Um, John Egan's back up and yourself playing regularly. How much can that help, Justin? And is there a nice sort of competition and sort of rivalry between all as well, pushing on your career? Yeah, I think so. I think it's good in training. You know, I think the standard going up is obviously better. It's causing more competition. It's causing the standard in training to go up. It's causing everyone to push each other. And um, especially as defenders, they're pushing me. You know, Dara and John, seeing them back in there is obviously nice to see. You obviously want to do the best individually, but as a collective, as a team, it's good to see players back up there. You know, and we know how good the squad is. We know they should be up there. We know players should deserve to play in the Premier League. So it's good that they're showcasing it now. And just on that, um, I think when you were younger at Stoke, you played right wing back. But that ever phase you doing that again, Ryder? There's such great options there. You know, Matt suspended. Like, that phase if you were sort of sent into that department? No, I, could, I wouldn't care. Once I'm on the pitch, as I said before, you know, I, I do my job, I'll do anything. I've, I've played enough positions of football to know my roles there, but no, I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me. Miller Aiden, please. Hi, Nathan. Um, I think that was your first Premier League assist the weekend. Uh, was it? Well, according to the stats. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> just got your feelings there. You used to start the game. Was that a decision explained to you? But then, the, I guess, getting the last minute. Yeah, uh, obviously Gaffer talked to me. You know, it's, it's nothing, nothing to do with performance. You know, it's just it's the way how good our squad is. Really, you know, there's going to be rotation a lot this season, and I'm happy with that. You know, I want the best for the team, and I know I'll be back in. So once I keep, once he keeps giving me confidence and I can play football, it won't bother me. Cool. And I think you were eight for the Thierry Henry game. What are your memories of that? Um, you know, I actually remember I was coming back from a. The Cheerios concerts, yeah, I remember them, the charity ones. <laughs> I think I was with my da- my mum and my older brother, we were walking back to the train station, and I think we were watching it on the screen there, and there was a big crowd of people waiting for the train watching it, and yeah, everyone was fuming. <laughs> <laughs> so I just remember rowdy people, that's all I remember. <laughs> Who was trying the Cheerios? Yes. <laughs> all I remember is JLS, so I don't remember anyone else. <laughs> 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 Philip? We, we were talking just how do you assess the group from an Ireland point of view going into this window and what would be a good window? A good window? I have to say, a good window would be six points, wouldn't it? But we take that 100% and I, I think we just go in there, we cause problems. I want. I think there's a lot of chances there, I think, especially at home. I think with the crowd behind us, we can do anything. I think we can go get a win easily. Away from home, I think we can cause so many problems and I think we can nick something, honest to God. I think we can get something out of this game, you know. They're good teams, two top teams, but I think... I think if we four points, three points, anything's good, you know. I think we get something out of these two games it puts us right in good contention. Yeah, hundred percent. Mark, is that from you? 
Um, do you think the collective effort kept Mbappe quiet last time around? Uh, do you think you can do that again? And what lessons did you take from last time out to keep him quiet? I think this lessons is that we know his quality. You know, it's it's more not even one game. It's just his whole game. You know, it's every game he plays and causes anyone problems. There's no way you can do it on your own. I think one v one he beats anyone. I think we have to defend as a unit against him. I think we have to defend as a team. We have to back each other. And if he does beat us, there has to be more people waiting waiting to come up against him. But we say that about him. But on the other wing, they've more quality. In the middle, they've quality. So it's it's about balancing it all. But yeah, he's a massive threat. We were able to deal with one so, but we have to draw confidence that and try again. Final question. Well, just well, you came so close to scoring against France and Dublin. Would you say set pieces are our best chance attacking wise? To uh, I wouldn't say our best chance it was a big chance. I think we we're very strong set pieces. I think we caused a lot of problems. I think we had a lot of big people in the in the squad and aggressive in the box, which is always nice to have. I think it's a massive part of the game. I think a chance is a chance at the end. It doesn't matter if it's from a set piece or open play. So I, I think it's a big it's a big part of the game. And with that hit, when you powered that header goal, where do you think it was in? Yeah, I thought it was in, but <laughs> listen, we go again. <laughs> we'll try it. Yeah.